Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 267. Can you make this loud? Turn it up on headphones a little bit. There we go. That's good. Yes, we're back. Ah, shit. Mentally, I'm not okay. We're going to proceed like I am. <laughs> we're going to proceed as if I'm fine and I have no issues in my life at all. Because that's what the world wants to see. The world don't, the world really want to see your bullshit, but I'm not going to give you all my personal issues. But just know it's happening. And man, I don't like it. <laughs> so, that's what that is. Uh, what's up? What's up? How y'all been, man? It's been a hot ass day. I don't understand this weather, bro. Hot. It's hot. Like today was 90. Why? What the fuck for? It's 90 outside right now. And it is 825 at night. It is 90 degrees and humid outside right now in New York City on September 6, 2023. It's September, bro. And it's 90 in New York at night. Did we switch with Texas? When the fuck did we switch with Florida? When did we switch with Louisiana? This is not right. I don't like it. I should be in a long sleeve shirt and shorts right now, but instead I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. And I really want to take my socks off because it feel like, I feel like my socks is making me hot. Like, you know what? It's the socks. Where you got to take these socks. Have you ever been hot, so hot when you just take your, your butt ass? That's how you feel outside. Like, you just feel like you should be butt-ass. And if you almost butt-ass, you feel like you should be more butt-ass. Like, now nah, I'm going to just put shorts on, no draws. Fuck it. Just be, be free-balling all in the community. But, um, outside of the weather, it's back to school today. Parents, if you're up taking your kids to school or, you know, picking them up later today, congratulations, we made it another summer. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, man. The summer started out crazy. We had smoke all over the place. Kids were scared. <laughs> Mommy, what's that smoke? Oh, that smoke. That smoke is the beginning of the summer, the shit season. Kids is outside in hoodies. They wearing Pusheisty masks to go get a juice. They mom sent them to the store. They got a shiesty on to go get a loaf of bread. The school is back. Oh, yes. Look at us now. They back in school, uniforms ironed. Black Air Forces uncreased. You know the West Indians get black on black forces for their kids first day. They not swagging out their kids at all. Shout out to all the Haitian kids that's in school with hard bottom shoes. It's the first day you got hard bottoms on. Why, nigga, why? God is they just praying that I crash. Those guys, they don't want to see you last. They take a three million dollars to pay your tax. I'm tough for the money, I still can't relax. Time spinning. Lord forgive me, I'm a sinner. Conquer your five niggas. Wrong side of the petition. We did it, y'all. We back. All the Haitian kids hooping in hard bottom shoes, shoelace untied, church socks on. Don't worry, my nigga. When you grow up, you're going to be one of the biggest scammers Brooklyn's ever seen. And they're going to respect you. 
But right now, it'll be rough, bro. <laughs> Remember all the Haitian niggas you grew up with? Them niggas grew up to be lit. Like, yo, hold up. This nigga used to wear church shoes to school. Now this nigga got a Bentley truck? Like, what the? Yo, salute, bro. You did it. Y'all niggas scammed y'all way to the top. Went back for all the high school bitches that fronted. Made them your baby mothers. Oh, man. What a time. Hey. This is, uh, you get one life. I mean, you get one life to do your very best. Um, got one life to do your very best. You, 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 now, it trickles down to your choices and who you choose to live this life with and who you choose to do this life thing with. If, if that is one of your goals, some people don't want to go through life alone, so they want to find someone to go through life with them. And in that process, you, you, you fail a lot. Um, and this is why, like, for me, I want to teach my daughters... You know, don't date in your 20s. It's, it's, it's pointless. All you have is mistakes. Like, nobody has anything good to show for their 20s. There's, there's, there's kids you didn't really expect. There's heartbreak you didn't really expect. You didn't want any of that shit. You just wanted to have fun. And you ended up with responsibilities in life. And then and, and fucking being put in a box. Like, oh, you're a mother now. So for the rest of your life, fun is done until they're grown. You can't have fun. Until they, they're, they're able to do their own thing, everything they need is your responsibility, even when they're big. Even when they say, I'm hungry. Like, nigga, you 16. Go find something. Why the fuck are you telling your mother you hungry at 16? Figure it out. Go eat some fucking cereal. You see, kids with privilege, they grow up soft. And me, I feel like, I think, I always say my mom was kind of a gift and a curse because my mother raised me tough. And when you raise tough and you see weakness, it, it bothers you. It's like, yo, what? What the fuck? What is this weak shit? What is this? It, it turns you off. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't deal well with weakness. I don't do well with excuses. I don't do well with pussy shit. I'm a man. I'm expecting people to also be men. Adults. If you're an adult and a grown woman, I'm expecting you to be an adult grown woman and move in such ways. I'm not expecting to see you compromising things yourself when you're in control. Wait a minute. Did you forget you're in control? You're giving your control away because you want to be nice. You want to be liked. The goal in life is not to be liked. It's to be loved. The goal in life is not to be respected. It's to be admired. Admired for how you love others. Admired for how you carry yourself. Right? The good you do always is recognized. But it'll never be enough if that's all you do. You have to make the good for you too. You got to make time for you too. You get one life. You get one. You wasting your life day for day carrying out this same shit when you can change it at a snap of a finger. You know what? I'm not going to do that this time. I'm not, I don't want to do it. So I'm not. That is the power we have every day when you wake up. Damn, I don't want to wake up. I'm tired. Look, go back to sleep. You can do that. However, there are consequences to such actions. And if you fear consequences, you'll be a prisoner to them. Oh, man, I'm going to be late if I lay back down. That's okay. People be late. Get your rest. Because guess what? When you come in that job sleepy, nobody ever says, hey, you tired? You can go home early. They don't give a fuck. 
if you're tired. They don't give a fuck if you're hungry. They don't give a fuck if none of that shit. They don't give a fuck about anything about you. So you best prioritize yourself and put yourself first in every situation. Oh, man, these kids, man, these kids get on my nerve. That's cool. Deal with it. You can't control. You can't stress what you can't control. But guess what? When you can control that motherfucker, do it. Oh, it's Friday. Ain't no school tomorrow. I ain't got to work tomorrow. Guess what? Y'all stay with grandma. I'm out because I'm fucking grown. And I can do what the fuck I want to do. Hey, mom, watch the baby. I'll be back. Thanks. You want something from outside? I'll be back in a few hours. I'm at, I'll be back tomorrow morning. You good? No? You want me to wait around a little while? Okay, cool. I'll wait till nine. I'll leave at nine. Let the kids settle and then I'll leave. But to, to sit there and, and, and run into a wall when on each side of the wall there's free space, it's you. Look around the wall. Jump. You can climb this wall. You can go around this wall. This wall is just the wall. It doesn't run the entire length of the world. Go around things. Damn, I'm tired, man, but I got to do... No, you don't got to do shit. No, no, I just want to wash the dishes. Fuck them dishes. I got to do this laundry. Fuck that laundry. Fuck it. It'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there the day after tomorrow. It'll be there next week. It is up to you when you do it. What's the difference between you doing it today and tomorrow? Rest. You'll feel a lot better tomorrow if you do certain. Sometimes you have to procrastinate. And when you procrastinate things to the point where there's clutter and there's, there's wreck and there's fucking chaos, that's too much procrastination. But a little procrastination is fine. A little bit of selfishness goes a long way. There are things in this world we won't understand until we get to a certain age, until we can reflect, right? Most things, one of the number one things we have to learn in the world is everything we are taught, we are told blindly. We don't, we don't even know if what we're being told is true, but because the people that tell us, we respect them or we expect, hold them to a certain standard in our own mind, we believe them. But you got to understand the trickle effect. Who's giving this information to these people? That they can tell me this and I can believe it because they believed it. Well, hold on here. Now I go into my, 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 my conspiracy theorist mind and I say, well, why is that true? Because for generations they said this is what it is? So because somebody said something for so long, it becomes a tradition. But how real is tradition? Tradition is only real if you believe in it. Traditionally, they, pay, they say you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. In the Bible, if you're a Christian person, you have to live under a certain set of morals that they gave you. You don't necessarily believe these things, but because they instill it in you and make you fear the consequence, much like the Bible, is life. The consequence is hell. The consequence is sleeping in a little bit late. You might get written up. But is it hell? Man, people are like, well, I got responsibilities. I can't play like that. We all got responsibilities, and you can play like that. You just believe you can't. You believe you can't. You believe that job is going to be your job for the rest of your life. You love that. You, you just, you know, and it don't even be the job. Niggas don't give a fuck about the job. It's the money. And I get paid here, bro. Well, people got to understand this. Would you do this for free? 
my whole shit in my life, the way I construct my life, when I work at places like, would you do this for free? Do you get any satisfaction from this place of employment? Do you get joy from what you do? Are you happy to go to work every day? A lot of people don't understand how it feels to be happy to go to work. Like, damn, I can't wait to get to work tomorrow. They don't know what that feels like. Yo, work tomorrow going to be fire. I think they don't know. This is why I work retail. Because only in retail do you have the excitement of every day being different. Only in retail do you have the experience of meeting new people every day. Only in retail can you wear what you want and express yourself physically. There's no dress code. I can wear what I choose to wear. As long as it's not offensive. As long as there's not no, no crazy stuff. I can wear what I like. I can be me. So for me, for jobs that I've had most of my life, I've always wanted that kind of freedom. I never liked wearing uniforms because it's like, fuck this uniform shit. I'm not a soldier in the army of McDonald's. I'm not a Dwayne Reed soldier. Like, no, 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 no. I'm me. And the only way people are going to know who I am is if I can be me at all times. I don't need to be put in a box and pigeonholed. And people are like, oh, you don't make any money doing that. It's not about money. My peace comes from my freedom, freedom to be just me, freedom to just be myself. I get joy from being myself. I wake up, I look at my clothes and I say, wow, what should I wear today? Everything that I own is me. Should I wear this wrestling shirt today? Should I wear this Supreme shirt today? Should I wear this shirt today? Should I wear these shoes today? Everything I have is Mark. Oh, that's a Mark shirt. You would wear something like that. That means I have a style. There are some people that don't have a style. They wear whatever's hot, and that's just what it is. They don't have a personal style. There's no way he dresses. He just wears shit. That's not me. I have a certain way I like my jeans to fit. I have a certain way I like my shirts to fit. I have a certain way I like my hats to sit on my head. I have a certain way I tie my shoes. Everybody has particular things about themselves. The problem is we get lost in the chaos of life and the world. We begin to start comparing ourselves to other people. We become um, less appreciative for the normal things we have in our lives. The simple, basic, fundamental, we have a roof over our head, we have food to eat, we got AC, we got heat, we got hot water, we got, we got water, we got food. We, we have the basic necessities down. The fun part is the extras, the clothing, the gadgets, the cars, and the trips and shit like that. Those things come when the time is right, right? You have to have things, your ducks in a row before you can just go out and wild out. You can't just jump, all right, I got paid, let's go, I'm fucking this check up. When you're young, that's a wonderful feeling. I don't got no responsibilities. I don't pay rent. I live with my parents. My check is $1,000. I'm 18. I'm going outside. All my money is mine. All of it. No, when you grow up and you get responsibility, that, that, that thousand dropped down to four now. Damn, I only got $400? Fuck, I'm going to do with this. Save it. Save it. Because if you get caught up in that world of, oh, no, nah, I got to have these shoes. I got to have this shirt. You're going to live beyond your means. And when you live beyond your means, you, go in, you come into a rut because you can't afford your lifestyle. There are many people on Instagram that are out there acting like everything's perfect and wonderful and they are in debt 
because of a lifestyle they portrayed on social media that really was never them. Anyway, back to what I was saying originally. You have to make time for life. You got to understand how to balance things. What Nori always say, level spell back with his level. It's about balance. Right? So you got to know how to prioritize things. What's priority today? Right? I'll give you a, per- a real life example. My girl today, she tells me I have to go to, to, to Soho, Nike Town to get these sweatpants for my son. I'm like, you have to go to Soho for that? Why he can't go? Oh, well, the way I'm paying for it is on thing and you got to have the ID matching to pick it up. I'm like, okay, see, some people see things as that and I see things as signs. If I have to do all of that for those sweatpants, something in the universe is saying you don't need to come here for these sweatpants. These sweatpants have to be somewhere else. They're just sweatpants. Come to find out she finds them on Flatbush Avenue. Oh, no shit. You can walk there. Just walk to Foot Locker where my friend actually worked and you can just pick up the pants right there. Don't even have to do it the way you was going to do it. Boom. Simple. Now, my girl was going to go to Soho with her son for sweat just to get these sweatpants after work. Mind you, mind you, she worked today. It's hot as fuck. Tomorrow's the first day of school. She got to do hair tonight. She has daughters. She got to do two hair. The four-year-old go cry. The 11-year-old has no problem with doing her hair done, but she always take her sweet time. She don't want to get in the shower and wash it. And she got to, she want to blow dry it. And it's like, yo, do what you're told so I can get this done and go to bed. Baby's crying. Right? Now, that would be a lot if you were by yourself. I'm there, though. I'm home. I'm here. I left to do the podcast, but I was home all day. And then my girl gets on me for sleeping all the time. I'm like, you cannot express your lack of relaxation on me because I know how to relax and shut shit down. My girl won't do it. She'll come home from work at one in the afternoon and will run all day till 10 at night. So you just went an extra nine hours after work doing house shit when you was home because you couldn't sit the fuck down? Fuck them dishes. You have kids in here. Let them wash them shits. If they don't do it right, make them fucking do it right. My mother used to stand over me and make me wash the dishes. Are you crazy? You come home from a long day of work and you want to wash dishes? The first thing you do is put your stuff down and jump in the fucking sink? Go sit down, yo. But I try to be calm and try to be res- like, like supportive and, and, and culture through these things. Like, yo, you don't have to prioritize dishes, my nigga. Christian woke up this morning and cooked pancakes and left dishes right there. Why the fuck do you have to do that when you come home? Why are you washing his dishes? This is why he don't have responsibility because you let you do everything for them. They have to learn to do things on their own. Hey, get the fuck up. Clean this house. All of it. Both of y'all. When I come home, I don't want to see shit out of place. But this is not the household I'm in. That's the household I was raised in. The households I was raised in, and my mother came home and saw dishes in her sink. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What? Dishes in the, There's dishes in my sink? When I left my house this morning, there was no dishes in my sink. When I come home from work, there should be no dishes in my sink. And if there are... I for damn sure not washing them. Yo ass go do it because I need to cook. Wash them dishes and get the fuck out my way. 
That was my mother. So now, you know, my girl is sweet. She's nice. She doesn't have a mean streak. She come home, she'll just do it. She don't delegate. Hey, Christian, get up. Wash them dishes. Take that garbage out. You're a fucking 16-year-old boy. You're about to be 17. You're growing into a young man. You need to learn how to manage a household. You can't live with us forever. You're going to have your own one day. And to, 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 to understand how that dynamic works as a young man, you have to have that dynamic taught to you in your own home. Cleanliness. Take out the garbage. Wash the dishes. Make sure your sister is good. Right? It's not all about you. But it is that way if your mom don't ever say nothing to you. If your mom never come in there and wake, wake you up out your sleep to clean up something. If your mom never relies on you to handle certain things she needs help with. Right? I'm not the boy's father. So I can't talk to him but, so, but in such a certain tone. It is not my place to be telling this young man what to do in his house. Right? And granted, I'm his stepfather. I'm your little sis- your youngest sister's dad. Both your youngest sisters. I'm their dad. I come into your life at 15 years old. But how the fuck would I be to come in and just change things for him? You know what I mean? I, I went through that as a child of my mom dating men after my father and having to accept a man in my life that I didn't put there. So for me, growing up in that, I would never want to be a burden upon him as a young man because I know how that felt, but you don't like your stepfather. And I don't want him to not like me. He's a good kid. I like Christian a lot. He's a great kid. Now, I fuck with him. I love him to death. He's a great kid. He's a, and he's a good kid. But you got to be a little tougher on him, right? And I know he was raised by women. He didn't have his dad in his life all his life. You got to, I'm going to have to do, I see I'm going to have to inf- in- in influence myself more in this household. I'm going to have to inflict more of me in this household because it is not being ran properly. Clearly, there needs to be some leadership in this household. So for me to be there every day and see what's wrong and not do anything, that makes me a fuck nigga. So I can't just sit. I've been in the house almost seven months now. Right? The kids listen to me. My woman respects me. Her mom respects me. I think I can have a little say now as far as how the household's being run. Hey, I'm going to have to really just be a coach. I'm going to have to coach my own home. Like, hey, 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 listen. No, you go sit down. You do it. Hey, you, go take a nap. You do it. Hey, no, no, no. You sit down. You do it. Hey, you, come here. Time out. Take your tablet. Sit still for 15 minutes. Just breathe. You're going crazy in here. I had to discipline the four-year-old today. She reaches up. She, she's all morning. I want to call mommy. I want to call mommy. So your mother's working. You call her later. We'll call her in a little while. She gets her sister to do it. Her sister calls her mom. She brings the phone to me. She's asking me, well, what's wrong? Why is she crying? I don't know. I'm in the bathroom doing something. I don't know why she's crying. I peeked out the door. I see them over there playing. She's crying now. I don't know what happened. I don't know why she's crying. So now I'm like, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. I got it. I tell her, say goodbye to mommy. She runs off in the room. Ooh. I'm talking to my girl now. She comes back. She's reaching for the phone. 
I said, wipe the tears off your face. Calm down a little bit. She tries to snatch the phone out my hand. I plucked her right in her lip. We don't do that. We don't do that. You're not about to snatch shit from me. You are four years old. Four. You just turned four last week. You don't snatch things from anybody. You don't do that. And you see, that's why I'm there. For that discipline. Because they let her just do whatever the fuck. So now my girl's like, well, give her a reassuring hug. Reassuring ass whooping. Reassuring hug my ass. She needs to learn and listen. Okay? She knows I love her. She got discipline. And discipline is a part of parenthood. Sometimes you got to discipline your kids. And after you do it, you kind of regret it. Like, damn, I ain't mean to do that. But it was done is done. And I can't take it back. And you cannot relent. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Don't do that shit. Stand on your parenting. Because these kids learn, live through respect. And if they don't respect their father, they won't respect any man. They don't respect their mother. They won't respect any authority. You send these kids to public school to be around other people's children. If your kids don't know how to act, you are affecting other people's children now. So I'm going to make sure mine ain't going to be the culprit for no bullshit in school. Mine going to go to school and know how to act. Mine going to be out in this world to be a productive member of society because of their upbringing in home. Okay? Not saying that my girl doesn't do a wonderful job because she does. But the discipline is not there. Right? Self-discipline, children discipline, overall, it's just not there. So I'm going to have to do it. And that's why they say it takes two. The fathers, fathers are so important because of things like this. When my girl goes to work, I have the kids all day until she comes home. And then I go to work. But the days I don't work, I'm home all day. I'm here. Use me. Ask me if you want me to do something for you. Say it, Mark. Can you wash the dishes? Can you take the garbage out? Doesn't say shit to me. Just sits there with an attitude because you got to do everything, but you never said anything. Oh, I'm so tired. Well, why don't you sit the fuck down? I can't. Yes, you can. It is a choice to stand up on your feet and do all the shit you're doing. If I'm off and you're off, and you're tired, we're coming from work, lay down, I got it. Instead, it's, I'm going to take a shower real quick. You rush the shower. You come out the shower, I walk the dog, I come back, now you're feeding the baby. Now you're dealing with the kids. Now you're trying to figure out what you want to cook. Now you want to do laundry. Now you want to clean and mop. And it's like, yo, stop, stop, stop. That's what weekends are for. During the week, you have to maximize your rest. Maximize. You know why people age so bad? Because they don't rest. They don't ever sleep. You have to sleep. I can't, I can't function without rest. If I don't sleep, I'm a cranky, ar- ar- like just a, just a aggy motherfucker. All day I'm aggy. If I'm tired, I have to rest. Everybody needs it. It is not a fucking option. It is a mandatory Man. But, um, hmm.
Pardon, ja. Sorry. <laughs> Make time for life, y'all. Please, it's important because you you lose the things you say you love because you didn't know how to fucking prioritize things. You lose things you love because you not you don't prioritize things. I make my family my priority. That's why I have one. You understand? Everything I do is for them. I go to work and I come straight home. I don't party. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I just don't do. I just don't do a bunch of route reckless shit. You understand? So for me. <clears throat> So for me, it's all about the marathon of life, like the long game. If you worry about now, you're always going to be stressed. When they tell you look forward, that means look so far, so far, you don't even know what's there. It's just like, damn, I'm in this empty spot. The fuck, I get all the way hit because you're looking ahead. I don't know what's going on because I'm looking ahead. I don't know what's happening next to me because I'm not looking there. I'm looking at the end goal. When I came on this podcast weeks ago and I said season of change, I said this in maybe July, that it was a season of change. Change was coming. Something was coming. We didn't know. I didn't know what. And I still don't know what. But the change is coming. Now, I don't know if that means in, in the world. I don't know if that means for me personally, but something is coming. Some form of change is on the horizon. Understand? And change is a good thing. People always look at change as bad, but every time something changes in your life, look at you now. Be like, yeah, you're right. That, that, that was kind of worth it. The days you thought you would never get through, you got through. The moment you sat in your car and cried and cried and fought and cried and sat up at night and cried. You're past that now, right? Those days are gone. Like you, don't even, you can't even imagine feeling like that again. You got through those things. You'll always get through those. <sighs> but anyway... What's going on? Gotta see what's going on in the world. Um, Rashawn had her baby. Congrats to Rashawn. Rashawn Rock, that's Blueface's girl. Y'all didn't know. Y'all probably don't care. I really don't care, but it seems to be a big deal in the internet where space. That's what's going around. And, uh, 
She had a healthy baby boy. She named him after herself. Uh, the boy is a day old. She already made a page for him. Hey, live it up. Do, do what you got to do, man. I I'm, I'm personally am not going to be making a page for my child at any point of her life. Um, in the event, she's of age and she wants to take an Instagram, that'd be fine. Her brothers and sisters already have. So I get it. Um, I don't know, man. Um, what else is going on? Nothing. Drake still ain't dropped his album. This nigga posting pictures with barrettes and shit in his hair. And would said that the barrettes in his hair represent the date of the album, which is September 22nd. Okay. Drake also posted a picture with his collection of bras he's got off tour. Now, ladies, I hope y'all like, I hope y'all like buying bras instead of like <laughs> taking your bra off in the spot and throwing it. That's nasty as hell. That's number one. Number two, Drake don't care how you smell. He's not fucking you. Y'all got to get a grip. Usher ain't fucking y'all neither. Like, I don't think they fuck regulars. Sorry. I, I, don't, know, I don't think Susie from Omaha, Nebraska is going to get a DM back from Drake. I don't know. How thick are you? It's, it depends. Nebraska might have some talent. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 the corn huskers. Corn get you thick now. Orange. Oh, shit. What else we got here? Let me see. Yeah, I want to talk about how the world was, the world was lost once um, we went from TV programming to social media programming. So I will say the change of that era was 2020, pandemic time. When the pandemic happened, everybody was forced home. We had no more television, not live. Uh, movies were kind of on hold. Everything was streaming. Everybody was Zooming. And, and you know, their stock probably went crazy. Zoom and, and, and you know, other brand. TikTok, I know, had a major boom around the pandemic. Instagram, I'm sure, had a major influx. Facebook, all the social media apps. I'm pretty sure people that didn't have social media probably got on social media around the time of the pandemic because it's like, well, shit, it's nothing on TV but the news. And the news was fucking just lying to you every day. There was 8,000 deaths in New York yesterday from COVID. 8,000, huh? So it's 8,000 people dying every day. And nobody I know died. Like, I I could count on my hand, maybe two people I personally know died from COVID. Two. But they were saying it was 8,000 a day. A day? 800? Even 800 a day is crazy. Like, what county was these 8,000 people? New York City, 8,000 people died? Were they homeless? Because it seemed like nobody homeless died. <laughs> Them niggas fucking got, they grew. Now they didn't flooded us with fucking uh, uh, these, these damn immigrants that came from wherever the fuck. These niggas just be around. Pushing babies in strollers in carts. Pushing shopping carts. Smoking weed in front of the steps. Be like, yo, bro, yo, you live here? Oh, uh, my bad. 
No, I didn't ask you that, nigga. Do you live here? Why the fuck you in front of my shit? Oh, no, nah, the shelter closed. This ain't the shelter, Duke. And you got the mayor telling you dumb shit. Let him live with you. Fuck you, nigga. Let him live with you. Where you up? Where the mayor house? Where the mayor house? We got the White House. Where's the mayor house? Who in the White House? Who lived there? Biden don't live in that motherfucker. Let them live in there. Don't be sitting them. Nobody Look. Until one of them niggas spaz. And they said it's one, two from DR that came and killed. Like he got 14 charges, I read. Now again, this is Instagram news. So I don't even know how true that is. And this is what I'm getting at. It went from TV lying to you to the internet lying to you. And when the TV lied to you, it was a little better because the news is only on for an hour. It goes off. You watch other shit, you move on about your day. The internet is all day long, 24-7. It does not go off. It is in your hand all day, every day. From the minute you woke up to the minute you went to sleep, you looked at the phone. The things that come to that phone are in your control. We lose grip of that. You don't have to have Instagram, but you'll feel like you're missing something if you didn't have it. You don't have to engage on Instagram. You don't have to post anything. You don't have to do nothing. You can watch. But for whatever reason, people feel like they should get on the internet and cry. Get on the internet and tell your personal business. Boosie. You are a grown man. You made a diss song to your daughter. You went live to rebuttal your child. Boosie, you 40-something years old. This is not the way we handle these things. You got your kid on live calling you a bitch-ass nigga. She wished you stayed on death row and died. This is the same kid that was ecstatic when you got out. Told y'all niggas. Told y'all niggas. Remember that? That was her. That's the same little girl that was super hype her daddy got out. And this is the same girl years later saying, I wish he died on death row. Boosie, what went wrong? As a father, as a parent, you have to hold yourself accountable for where you fucked up. Because that is a child. You are a parent. You know more than the child. And to the mother, I can't, I can't excuse that, but you just have to be careful who you have children with. Be careful who you have kids with, because if these women are crazy, if these women are vindictive and evil, they will impute that into your child and make them hate you. If that woman feels like you wronged her to the point now she wants her kids to hate you, you got to choose better, bro. And I say that same thing to women. When women are like, oh, he was a good guy until I got pregnant. He, no, that's not true. And you lying to me. You lying to me because I know he fucked up before you got pregnant because he's fucking up now. Niggas don't wait till the bait world pregnant to start fucking up. You fuck up before, way before that. You've been fucking up. It's just that now her mind is constantly on it because she can't go have a drink about it. She can't go to the, to the hookah spot about it. She got to sit in that shit. So every little thing you do is being seen by a pregnant woman. Yeah. So it should be, it would be best for you to be on your best behavior. This is why I tell niggas, don't have kids until you ready. I was ready to have my child. I was ready. Which is why it's a breeze for me. For me, I can't speak for everybody. 
Some people are like, oh man, you, you ain't gonna get no sleep. Your baby be up. All right. That's your perspective. Oh man, you, they teething. You ain't gonna know what to do. They be crying and just crying. You be teething. Yeah, my daughter's teething now. She doesn't cry that bad. I mean, here and there, it's like, well, damn, is she, is she teething? We don't know. Sometimes she's just hot. Sometimes she just wanted to lay down. Sometimes she wants a bottle. For months, my girl had this thing where she felt like my daughter had to be put to sleep. You had to hold her and, and, and walk around with her until she falls asleep. Sing to her. That's her method. My method is I know my daughter. You give her your, you change her diaper. You give her a bottle. After that, she's going to play for a couple hours. She's up. So she's going to play. So all you can do, surround her with the pillows, put on her show that she likes to watch because even though she's six months, she does like her little kitty cartoons. They teach you how to count and they teach you the good little songs, the wheels on the bus and all those things. You put that on for her and you give her a little baby toy. My daughter crawl around on pillows and have a ball until she starts to whine. Okay, she's getting sleepy. Now you lay her on her back. Facing the TV, make sure she can see the TV, give her her pacifier, and put the blanket on her. Now, the way you know when she's going to sleep is if she takes her blanket and she turns to her side, she's, gonna, she's, she's trying to relax and go to sleep. If she kicks the covers off, she's up. That's how you know. I know my daughter. I'm with her every day. When I put the blanket on her with the pacifier, she's quiet and she's just looking at the TV to, at the side with the little blanket over her shoulder. It's so cute. She's going to be asleep within five minutes. There's been times I've laid her down that way, went to piss, came back. She was gone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Here we go. She'll sleep for maybe 45 minutes. Then she's back up like she was never asleep. But those little catnaps throughout the day help me get things done. You know what I mean? You don't have to have, you know, you don't have to hold her and walk around with her so much. Ain't no women on women. My girl's like, oh, she's only going to be this small for so long. And I understand it. And I get that. And I know you're a mom. And, you know, moms love their babies. And the babies ain't, you know, I get it. As a father, though, it's not, you don't have, I don't have to do all that. Me. I don't have to do that much. I can just do what I do and it works for me. And that's how we do it. A mom has her methods. So, you know, everybody's different. But um, fatherhood is cool, man. Fatherhood is cool. It's, it's um, it's a part of life you don't understand till you're in it. Like nothing can prepare you for fatherhood, other than having your own child. So even if you're a stepfather and you're like, oh well, I'm in, you know my girl got a son and I'm, that's cool. You could love them and all that. I love my stepkids. However. It's not the same. It's not the same. When it's your kid, it's a different feel. It's a different honor. It's a different, like, it's a different love. So, yes, I do love all my kids at the same time. My daughter, that's my world. That's my child. Love y'all all. But my daughter, it's my daughter. If any, God forbid, anything ever happened between me and their mama, we were not together anymore. You know, I still got to show up for her. That's my responsibility. That's my, my kid. 
But I, you know, if, if God forbid anything ever happened between me and Nicole, I'll always be there for all the kids. So, you know. And I know it's back to school and it's, it's stressful. You know, kids want things. And what kids have to understand is that they're kids. And we as parents have to remind them often, you're a child. You get what I give you. You're not going to pressure me to buy you things because you just want it. You want expensive shit. I don't even have these kinds of things. So the answer would be no. When I wanted things, my mom never told me no. She told me not now. With the kids, I tell them, like, yo, I'm not telling you no. I'm telling you not now. You're not going to get it today. Maybe next week. Maybe. When I'm ready to, you know, I'll let you know. Hey, come on. We're going to go get what you wanted. And it's not going to be a big deal. It's going to be, I'm ready. You ready? Let's go get it. But when, you know, you got, you can't be pressured by these kids. Like, let them, they're going to ask for some, mom, can I do this? Mom, can I get this? Mom, can I get that? And if that bothers you, if that makes you feel like, oh my God, I'm so, so overwhelmed, you got to do a lot of self-work because you shouldn't be. Kids always ask for things. My four-year-old see toys on the TV. Daddy, I want that. Okay. Oh, can I get that? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I'm buying none of that shit, but whatever. When they get older, you keep it more real. How much is it? The hell no. $250 for what? Do you know how much $250 is? Sometimes you got to sit kids down and break down math. Let me give you some math. You remember how, the, how Bill Cosby did it to Theo? And he said, all right, here's $600. You got to pay $200 for rent. Oh, nope. I'm going to get a roommate. He already think he got it figured out. How you going to eat? You plan on having a girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Give me all that money. You got to show them sometime how things work. So like, let's say your check is $800. Your rent, $550. You got $250 left. You got to eat. Cell phone, $100. You got $150. You got to eat. How you going to get to work every day? Got to pay for that. Now, how, what, what, do you, what are you going to eat? You think you still eat McDonald's every day with $150 for the next two weeks? I don't think so. So when you come and you ask for these things, understand what you're asking from. The pool is low. It's the first of the month. Y'all got school. You think you getting sneakers the first of the month? You must be out your damn mind. Boy, please. Rent had to be paid. So there's no sneakers for you in this budget. You want to eat, right? Go eat them sneakers. And that's the difference between being raised softly and being raised real. My mother didn't raise me with a fantasy. My mother raised me dead real. This is the rent. This is how much I got to pay. This is my check. You got how much money I got left. Damn, my, you broke. Yeah. So when I tell you no, you think I want to tell you no? I have to tell you no because I literally cannot. But kids need to know that. And I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to sit them down and let them see that, those numbers and let them understand how life works. And let them see the reality of where they're living and what's going on right now. We live in New York City. It's expensive out here. We know y'all want Nike sweats and Jordan sneakers and all of that shit. We wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Our parents did what they could to get it. Granted, things back then were a lot cheaper, but were they? The cost, the rate, but the money that they was making back then wasn't the money that we make now. Years ago, niggas thought $10 an hour was a good job. Could you imagine making $10 an hour now? Imagine that. Imagine making $10 an hour. You work 100 hours, you made $1,000. 
You got to work 100 hours to make $1,000, and that's before taxes. Parents, hold it down, y'all. But back to my original point where we let we let the internet take over the TV. Um, I don't believe nothing I see on Instagram. And I really want people to be that way. When you see these little things on Instagram and it's like, oh, somebody sent me a video the other night. Dude flew this girl out and he's recording her. He's recording her while he's taking her back to the airport because she wouldn't have sex with him. Like, bro, this is not real. And, and if it is, this is not important. This is bullshit. The internet is a, a world of topics for you to speak about to distract you from what's really happening around you. The TV had a difficult time because TV can only be produced with so much. But the internet? You mean to tell me these people have phones with apps that they can edit and make all of these things seem real? They got AI now that can make a voice sound like the person in, like. There's so many different things that can be manipulated and controlled with the internet with no proof. Like there's no proof to shit. Like people just be saying, like that submarine thing. There were billionaires on there we've never heard of from where in the world. So why do we care? Were they Americans? Were they American? Did they, what did they do for us? Like did you know were any of them famous on social media? Were any of them well, any of them we missed. Can you even name one person that died in that submarine? You can't. Not without Google. So that's what I'm telling you. Like, we believe shit we're told. They told us a submarine went under and imploded and nobody lived and everybody gone. They found debris. And we're just like, oh, well, damn, that's sad. No, no, no. See, the news went from real shit, like 9-11, to shit like this. Where they can show you things on the internet. And they can show you things and that may or may not be real and we run with it because it's something to talk about. That's what the news has always been. Hey, you heard the news? Hey, you heard the news? And it started reality. The news used to be real. Hey, man, Coca-Cola's raising their prices. Two cents. What? That's outrageous. I know. That was news. Information. It was informative. The information we get now is stupid. TikTok is banned in certain states in the United States. Who gives a fuck about TikTok? Where's the money? A politician got up there and froze. No shit, he's 88 years old and y'all keep putting this man in front of people to speak publicly. He physically needs to be home. How the fuck are you a senator at 81 years old? 81? Like, do you even wash your own ass at 81? Do you? Like, my grandmother's in her 80s. She can't walk up the stairs. I couldn't imagine her being a senator. Grandma, get up. You got a meeting today. Is the media going to be there? Yeah. Oh. You remember your speech? No. We went over the speech for six hours yesterday. We did? Like, you got dementia. This man is done. Put this, get this, come on now. But this internet shit, it's killed everything. It's a virus. It, the, it, 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 social media is like the new AIDS. 
And it didn't kill people. It killed what we loved. It killed music. It killed vanity. It killed sports. It killed movies. It killed TV. It killed a lot of things. The internet killed all that shit. I used to do a podcast called The Internet Killed That Too. Years ago. That was my first ever podcast was called The Internet Killed That Too. And we spoke on the devils of the internet. However, my co-host took it to a religious place and I had to get the fuck out of there because y'all know where I stand with the religion shit. I'm like, this bitch ain't about to sit next to me every week and talk this Jesus, 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 bitch. Ain't no Jesus. Okay? You know you used to be a thought and you reformed because of this religion and you think now you're better than everybody like you was never. I, I cut it out. You're not better than anyone because you found religion. And you're not better than anybody because you went to church Sunday. You didn't do nothing different than nobody else. You went to a place, sat there, let them lie to you, and you came home. We do this every day on the internet. Invest Fest. These niggas is throwing money, showing off their watch, different outfits. Oh, yeah, this is custom silk. Bro, bro, my nigga. My nigga. My nigga. This is about investing, correct? Or y'all out here trying to show off the money y'all made off of us since the pandemic. Because I say it all the time, if they selling you something while they're telling you something, they're full of shit. If people are selling you something while they're telling you something, they are full of shit. Meaning, if I'm trying to get you to make, to jump into stocks or jump into fucking real estate, why would I want you to buy my book? Why do I need your money? I'm giving you information. But the thing is, people now give you their information and their information only. They're not citing other people. They're citing themselves. I wrote in my book. Well, in my book. Well, you can see it in my book. You wrote a, Anybody can write a book. Anybody can write a book. And it's not a hard thing. Like, we used to think that was crazy. Damn, you wrote a book? Damn. I can show you a thousand people that have written books you've never heard of. Anybody can write a book. You go to a publisher and tell them, I want to do a book. What you want to do a book about? Uh, financial literacy. All right, what do you want it to say? Uh, well, I'm just going to tell my story about how I came up in finance. Okay. Uh, we'll sit you with a writer. We'll get you, we'll get you get every written up. How many pages you want to do? Soft cover, hard cover? Oh, like 500 pages. Okay. And they get it done. It takes about a year or two to make a book. If it's an autobiography. But if it's a book where you're teaching shit, these don't even have to be ran through any sources of being true or not. You could put anything in a book. Just about. It could be lies in that book. And people go, oh, it's, a, it's in a book. It's not, that's real. It's true. Okay. Comic books are real too. So you mean to tell me people can fly and shoot lasers out their eyes because it's in a book? Get a fucking grip. Everybody's lying to you. I assure you. Being that I come from the world before this shit, I can tell you when people are lying to you. They have no reason to tell you the truth. People get mad at people for telling the truth. If you're putting your personal business on the internet, which is the truth, people tell you, hey, don't do that. But if you're putting personal information that's entertaining, people will flock to it. The negative. People love the negative. Nobody want to hear your good news. Oh, yeah, you know, I just had a good day. Me and my girl took a walk. Oh, damn. So y'all ain't fight? Oh, no, we had a great time, man. It was wonderful, man. We just went out, had a good time. You know, we ate some hors d'oeuvres. Man, that's boring, man. 
So she ain't hit you with a drink or nothing. No, what do you mean? Hit me with a drink. Why would she throw a drink in my face? I don't know. Could you be cheating? I don't cheat. Oh, this is fucking trash. Get this out. It's like, that's what it is. And then when you come, oh, yeah, man, my weekend was fucked up. What happened, man? This fucking girl went through my phone. Word? We want to hear that. Now I want to know. I want to know what, what, what was on your phone. Nah, this girl I talked to, you know, she sent me some news. Can I see it? Let me see. Yeah, she sent me these whack. These shit ain't even good. And well, oh, damn, she sent you these, huh? And your girl found it. Tell me more. Now you invested. That person just got your attention. And at that point, once you go on attention, you can go on to money. Because people are tuning in for the dysfunction. You can doctor that dysfunction. Hey, yo, why don't we just fight every day and post it? People will watch this shit and we'll make mad money. For Sean Rock and Blueface. Nobody watches them because they're happy. People watch them because it's fucked up. This girl just had a baby on Instagram Live. The man was not even there. He took a DNA test that said, yeah, you're the father. He still wasn't there. He's running around with his other kid's mom. As if that was supposed to do something. But guess what? Why do I know all that? Because my girl watches it and tells me these things. She's invested. Her views get them paid. They don't, you might not pay out your pocket. You pay with your time. All they need is data. When you go to these places and say, hey, I got one million views on this reel. We need to talk. I got 10 straight reels of a million plus. Let's talk business. They'll come to you. Hey, hey, hey. You got three million views on your last nine reels. Can we talk some business? Do you want to talk about some, maybe some kind of endorsements? Hmm. All I had to do was get these views and now I can sit in front of Instagram and present them my, my content. And because people watch it so much, They'll sponsor it. Keep it going. Hey, keep it going. We'll give you 10000 a week just for that, just for your content. You're like, damn, 10000 Okay, 10000 a week just to do this? Yo, babe, we got to fight more. And the back end, these niggas on trips together. They shopping, everything luxury, everything foreign, nice cars, and all because you thought that was real. Meanwhile, your real life is emulating this fake shit. You arguing with your man for real. You would never put that on the internet. So why the fuck would they? That's how I want people to think. If this some shit you would never do, why do you think they so cool with it? And why do you think they do it so much? Not just one time. They do it all the time. You don't see how these things are fake? Do we not fucking wake up and realize the cloth is covering our eyes? The minute they put video on Instagram, that was the beginning of the end of reality. Everybody wants to be a baller now. Nobody's regular. Nobody's just home watching TV no more. No, you got to be in a rooftop smoking hookah with a Cuban on. With bad bitches everywhere with fake asses and eyelashes shaking on you because you just that nigga. This is your life. This is me. Look at me. I got bitches. I got weed. I got hookah. I got liquor. I'm on a rooftop. Don't you want to do this shit? And people look at that and be like, yeah, I want to do that. You don't know what he did to do that. You don't know that's all fucking produced. The girls were invited. The liquor was free. I'm doing this as a sponsorship for the club. Hey, come in our club and do that shit. We'll give you the bottles. We'll bring the girls. And all you got to do is put it in your story three times and then go live real quick. And you're done. You're, You're done. You can leave after that. Done. That's it. That's like half an hour of work. And I get the drink for free and be around these bitches. 
All, I'm not saying everybody that lived these lives is faking it, but the majority, the influencers, what is an influencer? What are you influencing? Who are you influencing? Think about that word and think about how these people are taking over your day-to-day life. What, who do you watch on YouTube every day? Bloggers that's talking about other people's business that don't even know these people. You're not in the industry. You're no one. These people don't even know you exist, but you have a page dedicated to that person, shitting on them day for day. Your life is about shitting on a celebrity. You've made that your goal. You've gained some kind of clout for doing such. And now this is your platform. This is what you present to the world as what you do. That's negative. How much prospering do you expect to come from that? That girl Cardi B sued. She ruined her life. That girl can't be shit now. And it's because the choice she made to attack a person that you don't know. For your own personal reasons. For your own personal gain. That's evil. Doing the wrong thing is so easy. Isn't it? Doing the right thing is so hard. But what makes the right thing the right thing? Right? What makes the right thing the right thing? Who says that's right? And they teach you in life, don't be selfish. But so if I'm not selfish, who's going to look out for me? And they don't have an answer to that. They don't have an answer. If I don't look out for me, who's going to look out for me? Well, I mean, uh, go ahead, tell me. Who? Because I got to look out for myself. Ain't nobody else going to do it. If you don't get up and wash your ass, ain't nobody going to come wash your ass for you. If you don't maintain yourself, ain't nobody going to maintain you for you unless you're physically unable. You got to get up off your ass and get to it. It's not hard, man. You just got to stay focused and be realistic. Stay out of shit. Live your life. Don't get too caught up in this, this, this entertainment world, right? Stop following, like, believing people all the time. I don't believe shit. You got to show me. That's where I'm from. You got to show me. I don't, I don't believe shit people tell me. Nigga can come to you, yeah, man. Oh, man, shit. I had, like, five Rolls Royces. I had two Rolly. You know what I mean? Or cops came, fucking feds took all that shit. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you ask Brown, and people are like, that nigga lying. He ain't never had none of that shit. But you believed it because you seen, he seemed like a respectable guy. You know what I'm saying? You have to do your research, your own research. Look into shit on your own. Question everything. People are fucking liars. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I ain't really got much this week. I don't really got much. This week is kind of slow as far as like shit I want to talk about. Shit I even care about. So, you know, I Yeah. Um. 
Oh, Drake just announced the date for all the dogs. September 22nd. All right. It's the announcement. From Memphis, Tennessee, this is my cousin Dennis, believe it or not. This is called Carl Scott Soul. I'd like to do for you. Also, I'd like to make it known that uh, Danny Marks has labeled me as Cousin Dennis. And the other day I was out on the Danforth and a guy in the back of a garbage truck said, Cousin Dennis! I go, hey, how are you? This is Drake's dad, by the way. So this is the guy that gave me this name. My name is Dennis Graham from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Cousin Dennis! We'd like to do a tune for you called Crosscut Soul by Mr. Albert King. In this three minute thing, I'm gonna fast forward here a little bit. Okay, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I take it, Drake. May I sampled some of that? He sampled his dad before. Um, but that's dope. New Drake in a couple weeks. Yeah, not this Friday, not the Friday after, but the next Friday. Shout out to Drake. I'm waiting for it. You know? Waiting for it. You need it. Music ain't been sticking. I ain't gonna lie. I have not been listening to Travis Scott albums. I haven't. This this ain't... I mean, listen. Astro World, I listen to that shit still to this day. I haven't... Utopia, I put on a couple records and I'm off it. I feel like it's just too much. Like the sounds and like he just did too much different shit. And it's like, I don't know if I, I don't know. It's a new sound for Travis. It's different. He definitely switched it out. He got rid of his dark, uh, melonious music tone and he went more rage rock pop. Like hip, I don't want to say it hip hop. I don't know. He is rapping a little, but. I don't know. Travis has never been known for lyrics, so it's like the lyrics don't really matter. But um, yeah, they saying that it's like about to be number one again. He did one sixty last week. That's probably merch bundles. So <laughs> salute. The rules are the rules, and I'm living by them, and I'm abusing them. Hey, what do you want me to do? But yeah, this Utopia album is cool. Maybe the tour will make the album pop more because the Astro World tour. 100% help the tour, help the album. Because when you see those little excerpts and you see people wild into certain stuff, it's like, oh, no, nah, I got to go to that tour. I went, I had to go to Astro World when I seen all that shit. He got a Ferris wheel. What the fuck? Now, the tour before, the birds in the trap, and he was performing on the big ass bird. Nah, I didn't care about that so much. But this nigga put a Ferris wheel. He got flames jumping off. The, he got people jumping on, on the, Fer- the Ferris wheel. Works. People are on it mid show. Holy shit, I got to go. I gotta go. But but um this one, I'll be interested to see how he does this. I know he's on his uh he's on his Mad Max shit for this type album, you know? Astro World was more so a, a carnival. Like I'm gonna take you to Houston. This is how I grew up. This is the sound of what that time meant to me. This album was like he's taking you to the future. This is utopia. Everything is perfect, everything is beautiful, everything is peaceful. But the album doesn't resemble that. The album resembles change, very upbeat. Um, 
I don't know. I just like Travis's ad-libs. He didn't do a lot of ad-libs on this album. Well, at now, being that the album's been out for some time, I would over- change my overall grade from whatever it was. But I did put this album last. I would put, well, I put this album second to last. I would put first Astro World, Birds in the Trap, um, Rodeo, and then I would put this album, and then at the bottom, I would put Owl Farrell, if you want to count that. And then I would put um, Days Before Rodeo at the bottom, too. But as his album, this is the least, this is my least favorite Travis Scott album. So, but I'm still a fan. Travis, still my girl, still my guy. Um, I don't know. I just feel like when we heard Sicko Mode the first time, you couldn't turn that shit off. And now when you hear the song he got with Drake this time, it's like, all right, man, I'd rather just hear Drake. I don't, (laughs) let me hear Drake do that for a song by yourself. You don't need Travis. I don't need, Travis kind of ruined the song. Like on, on, on Sicko Mode, we didn't know Drake was on the song until the end of the song when the beat switched. This song, he comes right off. It's like, oh shit, Drake is on it. Okay, what are you talking about? This is Pusha T again. Sicko Mode, this, this Kanye, this is like a running theme for him. And then for, push, for, for, for Travis, like, yo, you know you can't chill about Push no more. You can't do this. You let him shoot at yeah. You let him shoot at, tra- at, at Push. Nigga, ain't you cool with them niggas? Ain't that gang? Like, wasn't you producing for, for, for the Push? They just want to be friends with every, like, you got to draw lines sometimes. Like, if I, if, if I fuck with Ye and I fuck with Push and they got an issue with Drake, even though I'm cool with Drake, I'm not going to diss Drake, but I'm going to stay out of it. Like, nigga, you can't diss my man on my song, dog. But then it's like, who's telling Drake that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you, are you, oh, you going to tell Drake change his verse? Nigga, that's a Drake verse. Give me that shit. This is coming out. The fuck? But, um, yeah, I don't even have no music. Nothing came out that I care about last week. Oh, matter of fact, I'm lying. Something did come out. This, uh, this is my brother's favorite artist, too. This dude, um, what's his name again? Um, Blast. Put out a tape with Beano Redoux. You know what dude was uh, affiliated with Nip? That was one of Nipsey, man. Him and Nip got a fire tape called um, No Pressure. I still listen to that to this day. But um, they got a, this is a, this, this is Cali music. So, you know, the weather out there is different. We going into the cold. So this good, good, good sounding, good, good weather music, you know, it don't do much in New York, but it is good to hear. So, the bio says the Shaq and Kobe of romantic street rap are back in uniform. That's, shout out to them. The Shaq and Kobe of romantic street rap. That's hard. And Bino is fire. Blast, you know, he's fire. He's been on everything. These two together? Pretty dope. I didn't even realize that. But here we go. This is uh, Doing Your Stuff. This is uh, Six Tape Three. Money 
coming in, running powder, do it no hand, do it tied up, baby deal dance, got me fired up. I tell us around, be tired of it, drink until we drown. Off a lot of it, baby, where you running from? We finna fuck the vibe up. Pull up where it's safe at, baby, you gotta take that. Thick best friend could come slime me out Shot it shake when you want it, just fly me out Baby, act like you know it, come find me out If you want what I'm on, then say something, we can fucking make love I just won't fuck, lick it all off, lick it all up Throw that ass back, doing your stuff, do it like that Since three or four o'clock But time don't matter when you climb on top The ass getting fatter Maybe from the back shots You been doing your squats Putting that work Soon as you clock in Gonna need church I want you in nothing but a t-shirt We ain't gotta talk If it's water you can surf Baby you should know by now Then I call me out You can play dumb for now But you know what I'm about Ain't like you know, come find me out If you want what I'm on, we can fucking make love I don't want talk, I just want fuck Lick it all off, lick it all up Throw that ass back, doing your stuff Do it like that, doing your stuff I'm sticking shit down, beating shit up Slow your ass down, we ain't got rush Ain't no I love it, keep doing your stuff Ain't no I love the way you do it Oh, 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 no, no, I ain't giving them two. I ain't giving them two now. They're gonna try to get me fucking. I mean, but I was doing your stuff by Blast and Bino Redu. Um, that's all I got this week. I'm gonna get up out of here. I gotta go home and recalibrate because this day is just it's a lot, man. Emotionally, this day is a lot. There is things I have to go and discuss at home that I really didn't, I didn't see this day going this way, but life is life. So it is what it is. I'll see y'all next week. And all uh, that's that. Peace. See you.